Hey everybody, my name is Ben Gramico. I'm from InterNACHI. That's the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors. We're the world's largest organization of residential and commercial property inspectors. We have members of our organization all over the world, um, primarily in North America, United States, Canada, but we have members in different countries. And um, I asked my buddy Ehab Farid to join us today. He's in Dubai. Uh, that's a city in the UAE, United Arab Emirates. And I asked him to just share about what it's like to be an international member, a home inspector um, in Dubai and that beautiful city. And uh, maybe compare it with um, where he's from also in, uh, he has a branch in Toronto, Canada and uh, how we can uh, learn a little bit more about international home inspections. And it's Dubai is a beautiful place I've always wanted to go actually, and uh, maybe we'll um, do some home inspections together, Ehab. So That's thanks right. again, buddy, for doing this and, and um, I appreciate it. Hey, what time is it over there and where are you? It's uh, 9 p.m. and I'm at home. <laughs> In Dubai. In Dubai, yes. Um, well, thanks for, thanks for um, talking to us. And uh, if you're registered to attend, if you're attending this live webinar right now, feel free to ask questions or chat. This is a totally informal conversation. I just wanted to get to know more about home inspections in other countries. Um, Ehab, uh, if it's, let's see, it's 9 p.m. there. So I really appreciate you taking your evening to talk yeah, to us. That's okay. It's, uh, it's uh, in Dubai, it's a city that uh, usually does not uh, sleep before like, one in the morning. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a different profile here. Well, tell us, tell us more about Dubai. It's a beautiful city. It's uh, a city, one of the main cities in the UAE. Yeah. Um, and there's the, the, it's United Arab Emirates and the UAE is a country and it's split or it's comprised of um, seven or eight Ar Emirates? Uh, uh, of six Emirates. Six That's Emirates? Six Emirates. So there's uh, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Al Ain, Sharjah, Umar uh, Kuwait. I always forget all the names, but yeah. of course, the capital of uh, UAE is uh, is Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, and Dubai is the financial. I would say the financial capital. So all the, yeah. you know, like like most of the countries, you'll find like in Canada, Ottawa, which is much smaller than Toronto, but this is the political capital versus the financial capital. So yeah. most of the business, when it comes to um, to uh, home inspection. It's it's concentrated on the capital, which is Abu Dhabi and Dubai. We operate in Dubai. We have an office in Dubai, and as you mentioned, we uh, we have uh, a company in um, in Toronto as well. And that's why everybody, if you're wondering what the GTA inspectors, uh, where this came from, yeah. so it is Greater Toronto area. So GTA, that's what it stands for. Um, because of you know the Canadian where we where we started the Canadian uh, business in Toronto in Mississauga, and when we decided to open in Dubai, we wanted to keep the same brand because you know we have all our social medias or whatever, so we didn't want to start from scratch. Uh, so to in order to kind of build on what we have already, so we kept it at GTA, but we thought people were not related to GTA, so we created a slogan on the Dubai website to say great thorough assessment. So yeah. it was kind of a sneaky way to get around, <laughs> to get around the name basically. 
because maybe may uh, not a whole lot of people in your area would know what Toronto is. Uh, I mean, they would know by like the, the whole GTA terms. No, it's right. only known in, in North America, I guess. But uh, they know Toronto, but what's greater Toronto area? They they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't get it. So um, in Canada, there are provinces. In the United States, there's states. In UAE, there's Emirates, and each Emirate it has a ruler. And then those rulers are in a council and that council serves the president. Is that it? I, like yes, I think you're in Dubai. So each, yes, you're right. Each, uh, each emirate has its own uh, rulers. So uh, Sheikh, they are usually Sheikh, like Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, who is, uh, you know, a very famous uh, guy because he's the one who's behind all the development that happened in Dubai over the last 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's, so he's the ruler of Dubai, but at the same time, he's the uh, prime minister of the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. So there's, there's a, the president, which sits in Abu Dhabi, and he's, he's the second second man, basically. And at the same time, the ruler of Dubai. Uh, the said, others, the charger or whatever, they have rulers as well, and they don't have any other uh, role in the in the UAE from a cabinet uh, you know, standpoint. I ask because um, in the United States, if you want to start a business, you kind of have to go to the state first and get there, register your business. Um, do you have to do something with the ruler? Do you have to ask permission or do you have to certify or license? Is there a licensing yeah. or recognition? Yeah, which is, which is, that's a, that's a good, uh, good area to start with the, the licensing requirement. It's, it's quite a different way than what we were used to in North America in general, of course, in Canada, what I'm used to. Uh, so here, the licensing, it's pretty cumbersome, to be honest, because first of all, uh, a couple of things. One, uh, you don't have to be licensed from any association, like, uh, like uh, InterNACHI or, you know, whatever association you're, you're, uh, you're part of. That's for credibility purposes with the, with the customers, with the client that I'm, you know, a certified professional inspector from InterNACHI, for instance, probably they don't know InterNACHI or they don't know anything because it's not a requirement. Um, and you're dealing with homeowners or whatever, but to put the logo and to put that you're certified and all your credentials, whatever, it gives you an edge over others, right? Uh, however, from a licensing standpoint, what they need here is, first of all, you have to be a civil engineer. So you cannot do the business without being a civil engineer, civil. So if you're any other sort of an engineer, you can. This is one second. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, in the UAE, um, some businesses, some, some activities, you have to have a local partner with you as well. Uh, the reason why I'm saying some activities because some other activities you're in the in the import and export business you can open a, 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 or you can own 100% shares of a company that will work in import and export but anything related to services you have to have a local partner hmm. and this local partner they call them local service agent it can be different models either he takes a lump sum amount every year despite what you do whether you 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 make profit or not hmm. or he gets into uh 51 shares of your company and you take 49 percent. you will have to be a local citizen huh. which is something that has been there for a long time in in general with the gcc countries with the the gulf uh, cooperative countries which is the saudi and the qatar and the kuwait or whatever and I think the government is doing this to help their, their citizens basically to, to 
you know, kind of, you know, get uh, get uh, the benefit of all the expats that come and do business in, in their country. Yeah. So, uh, so, so the, 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 the weird part is you have to be a civil engineer. So you're the actual person that will be uh, the operating partner that will handle the operation. But also they require for that particular business, they call it property observer. That's, mm -hmm. that's what the, the official name for the life to get the license is called property observer. Um, and they require that the local partner be a civil engineer as well. And they require that both the local partner and the operating uh, uh, person that will lead this company will have a minimum of five years experience. I'll tell you something that doesn't make a lot of sense to us, but, uh, but that's the fun of this webinar that let you know, guys, that there are things different, but you have to have experience in real estate. Real estate, you, you know, so you have to be civil engineer, but you also have to have experience in real estate, which is a combination that it's very hard to find, right? <laughs> so uh, that's for the local partners. So the local, so luckily we found a local partner to meet that criteria. And for us, because of my experience, I got an experience with a five years in, in property inspection back in Canada and I'm a civil engineer. So we're able to, to form the company. Yeah. So that's, that's the licensing part. And then uh, also to get licensed, you have to get approval from what they call RERA. RERA is the Real Estate Regulatory Authority. Mm -hmm. So they consider this business as part of the real estate, you know, the OREA or whatever of the of the of Canada or I don't know, North Carolina in the US. But they, they consider this business as part of the real estate professions. So there's real estate uh, sales people that sells you know, sell real estate. And there are people like us that they consider that we're part of this, uh, call it association or whatever, the real estate regulatory authority, uh, which they have to approve you as well, which you inspect properties basically, or they call it, as I mentioned, observer. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what, where this name came from. So is is it just, um, you're not really hired, is you're just uh, in Dubai, you're, you're part of the process, like every home that gets uh, sold and purchased has a home inspection? No, no, man, that's, that's good. You're asking a very good question to open the discussion, Ben. So absolutely. So in, in North America, we're used to, it's not mandatory when you're purchasing a property to have a property inspection, but 98% of the time it goes with a offer to purchase conditional upon financing and inspection. That's what, what would typically happen, right? 98% or whatever some people opt not to. Here, it's not. It's uh, it's uh, it's people doesn't even a lot of people and I'll tell you a story to, to give you an idea how this business is is very uh, premature in this part of the world, mm. which is a double edged sword. One is that there's not a whole lot of competition, uh, but also at the same time we need to do a lot of work to create and build the awareness and build and generate the demand basically. And, and so we're starting from which stuff that we never really had to do in Canada is to explain to people why do you need a property inspection? We're talking about, you know, starting from scratch. You're, you're, you're investing in your property. You're paying millions of dollars or dirhams or whatever. And you need to pay a little bit to make sure that you are getting, you know, the proper home or building or whatever. So 
that's that's the the the, the different part or, you know versus you know what we're used to is that it does not go with anything and i'll tell you that the, the story is that when we first came we thought you know the best thing is to approach the real estate companies and try to get you know promote ourselves through them and every time we go and I'm, there are big real estate you know organizations like the remax of the world or whatever but local local uh, brands and when i personally it happened with me you know many times and i sit with the uh, you know the, the managing director of a company or whatever and i tell them what we're all about and what property inspector is and the response when that was in the beginning so is that oh it's a great idea and i'm talking about a managing director that has been in that business for probably 20 years it's a great idea meaning and and he never heard about it before right <laughs> can you imagine so he never heard about it, but he likes the idea so it's a he give us you know kind of a, a a two kind of vibes here one is that yes it's a good idea and hopefully it will work but at the same time, if, if you've been in the business for 20 years and you never heard about something called property inspection, yeah. what are we talking about? So we're starting really from scratch. Yeah. When we got into the business, we found that because UAE is full of expats as well. So yeah. most of the business that we get comes from people that came from their countries, Canadian, uh, US citizens, uh, even uh, South African, Indian in their countries they are familiar with it so when they come and purchase properties here they know the the concept of you know I, and and they call it snagging uh right. probably a, a term that we never uh, even say you heard it before yeah, yeah. you call it uh, you know snagging why, why is it why is it called snagging why it's called snagging because here uh, unlike what we're used to, again, that, you know, as you know, as per the standard of practice, we, we, we don't even look at cosmetics. Here, you need to look at cosmetics as well. So when you write the report, you need to look at every single thing. Why? Because most of the business that we get is from brand new homes that are delivered from developer. Yep. People are buying property and they are getting the pre-handover scheduled. They hire a third-party inspection company like us to go and do the snagging for them. <laughs> Don't ask me where snagging came from. It becomes uh, something familiar to me now because you know we always say it all the time. But snags, snags meaning you see what needs to be done in the in the uh, apartment or in the building or villa or whatever. You give them a report. They send it to the developer, and the developer would take that and rectify all the issues before the owner signs on the handover. Right. Now, so it's if, quite a difference, yeah. Now, um, what if, um, would, your, would your home inspection kill a deal? And in, in, that's a phrase that is used in, in other countries in the United States. Uh, um, or, what what happens if you uh, do a snag and you find a problem? But then what? Uh, I'll tell you my own experience we killed a couple of deals out of many, many deals that we did so far, but we killed a couple of deals, but it was pre-sale. As I told you, majority is pre-handover from brand new uh, villas, mostly villas, uh, but you get a portion of pre-sale, like, uh, you know, somebody's buying, like similar to what you were used to. And a couple of deals would, you know, we, we really broke the deals because of our report and there was one of them, you know, I, I recall had a, a serious settlement in um, 
long story, but but not to bore you guys. But uh, but uh, it was it was a, a perfectly you know uh, built villa. But the uh, they they decided to dig uh, a swimming pool, and the guy that did it didn't forget to do shoring. So settlement happened, and the settlement impacted not things structurally, but the whole uh, uh, um, window. Like I'm talking about. 10 meter panels of sliding window facing the backyard, it all settled down. So this what we had to put in our report and we had to uh, put recommendation here. They want you to put recommendation as well, what needs to be done to be rectified. So we asked for a course to be done on the slab and they really found that it was hollow. There's not, nothing supporting the slab or whatever. So this was killed, which, uh, which we're glad we, we found it because it was, it's nothing structurally, the villa will not collapse because it was a slab on grade. But it will cost an you know an amount of at least fifteen twenty thousand dollars to rectify. Yeah. Uh, in the pre handover, there's no you can't kill a deal. You purchased and you're getting a brand new villa from somebody. However, uh, you give them the report and and the developer is obliged to go and do all the rectification before they get. It. So you cannot kill it. There's nothing called kill it because yeah. whatever happens, they will they will do it. But, what, do you, uh, but, what, what do you call homes in uh, in Dubai or, or UAE? Are they called villas or flats? Uh, they they call apartments or flats, depending on where you're coming from. So yeah. if you're uh, from the Europe, mostly UK or whatever, they call it flats for apartments. Right. Right. Some people from uh, you know they call it apartments and villas, mainly villas. So. Yeah, you, you kind of have to adjust uh, depending upon who your client is, right? If they're English speaking. Or uh, do you get, do you have a lot of Arabic? Uh, let's oh, see, Arabic okay. is the official language of UAE. Absolutely, and we get a lot of business from local people as well. Yeah. Uh, and yes, exactly. But the report, of course, in English, most of the local people are, I mean, you know, the new generation are very well educated. They are Westernly educated or whatever. Yeah. So, of course, the report is in English, but uh, most oh, of yeah. the communication happens in, uh, in Arabic. I speak Arabic, of course. Yeah. Um, so most of the communication happened in Arabic, yes. So uh, that's interesting. Why are the reports written in English? Uh, because we use uh, we use uh, our uh, friends at uh, Home Inspection Pro and they don't have Arabic. <laughs> and honestly, it would be hard for us to even type it in, in Arabic. I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah. not going to be that, uh, that simple. You so can't do, do it in English. Translate. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> unneeded, unneeded uh, headache, I guess. But, uh, so uh, what, yeah. what, soft, what software do you use? What software home do you home use? Home Inspector Pro. Yeah, why do you like it so much? Uh, uh, honestly, uh, that's the only one I'm used to. I okay. mean, I've, I've looked at, uh, at the others as well. It was all through you guys and your recommendation, whatever. But uh, with the Home Inspector Pro, this is where we started with. And, and, and I, we know the team there. They're very supportive whenever we have an issue, whatever. And we got used. It's, it's a matter of what you got used to. I, I like the format. Once you master it and you know how to put the, the proposal in a, in a decent format, I think whatever software you will use, uh, it, it will become your, your favorite software. We, we don't want to change at this point. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's doing a pretty good job. When, when I look at the... We have competition, of course. Uh, and as I told you, they are not... Uh, uh, part of either international or anything that related to home inspectors. They are home valuators. 
certified, uh, I think it's called the, the organization that certified evaluators. It's called the RICS, Rex, I think RICS certified from the UK. And evaluators, as you know, it's a two different things than inspector. Evaluator is the one that the banks use when you're buying a property to come and evaluate your, your house, right? But they meet the other criteria of being civil engineer. They partner with a civil engineer and, and they have experience. They have been doing this you know, inspection or whatever. But when, when I look at their report, uh, because I ran into some customers are nice enough to, uh, to send this report from Tampa report from, from other companies, whatever. So by now we got an idea of what they, uh, they give the clients. I think it's it's uh, night and day in my view between Home Inspector Pro what we use and what they give. They yeah. use a nice version of an Excel sheet kind of you know yeah. it's very cumbersome. They go here again. One of the funny part is that they go with the quantity versus the quality. So the bigger the report, they think <laughs> it's better. So so for a villa, three bedroom villa, they get the report 160 pages. <laughs> <laughs> they look at every tiny yes people want you to look at cosmetics but if there's a, a tiny bit of uh, of uh, hair from a brush on the wall they put it on the report because they just want to get as, as many items as possible and they you put pictures in your report of course yeah, yeah. the um, no, uh, pro is a good good software I, i've used it for many years now there's um the dubai actually, is you're, uh, by the way uh, yeah. you're the one who got me into it because uh I saw one of your uh, your webinar training, and you were showing the Home Inspector Pro, <laughs> yeah. and since then I uh, got hooked into it. So yeah, uh, it's, it's those to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dubai's on the um, southern part of the Persian Gulf, and in the Gulf, you have these amazing artificial fake islands. The oh palm, yeah, At the, the Atlantic. We do a lot of uh, villas in the palm, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do, you, do you inspect those houses there? They look uh, beautiful. Maybe. Many, many, yeah. Wow. Most of the people that can afford us or uh, here the service is not is not uh, is not cheap, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so the people that can afford uh, and and they are you know well uh, informed enough to to invest in inspecting their property before they buy it are people that are usually that are buying luxury properties, and I'm talking about villas in the Palm. Sometimes it's in the four or five million dollar kind of range. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's expensive stuff. So, uh, so we get a lot of business from the palm. And believe it or not, we get a lot of business in apartments as well. So don't get me wrong. I mean, people, uh, the, 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 the most funny part is that we get a lot of inquiries for inspecting studios, studio. Real small. Studio. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to expect? I mean, <laughs> but. But uh, sometimes people, they just want to feel comfortable that there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with the studio. So we go there. Uh, yeah, I have like three people working working with me, yeah. but not, not, not uh, one engineer, like a supervisor and two kind of you know, skilled uh, workers. And they go, uh, you really can be in and out. You check a few things on the electricity or whatever you go. I don't feel good taking, you know, a fee for for a kind of a fee 15 minutes but they're happy to do it i mean of course they don't charge much but uh, would, you, would you share what it what the conversion would be into dollars uh, yeah uh, so so a typical uh, i would say uh, uh, you know apartment one or two bedroom let's say or from studio to one or two bedroom uh, around i would say in us dollar 
I would say 300, mm. 300 okay. US dollars. Uh, for villas, it depends on the, uh, to be honest, we don't have a set, uh, a set figures for villas. Uh, again, I keep remembering things, so it's good discussion because here a lot of our competition, and I, not a lot of, most of them, and don't ask me why, they price per square footage. So mm. they ask you how many square footage, you say 4,000, 4,000, they charge usually around the dirhams. And a dirham is like, a, let's say, 30 cents. So 4,000 square footage uh, villa, meaning uh, 4,000 dirhams, so it's 1,000 to 1. So a little bit more than what we charge, and it's not not dramatically more. Uh, we don't do that. We don't go by the square footage because it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes we go. Uh, it, we do it by by the number of uh, of bedrooms. Mm. So I don't care if the bedroom is big or small, or the hallway is big or small. It's not gonna really make a difference with us. It's the number of bedrooms, and yeah. we're the only one that that go by the number of bedrooms. And also, we uh, when we talk with the client first, and we talk about you know what their expectations, we differ our our prices as well because some people are pain. I, I don't mention the word, but but really pain in terms of they need every single details, which is the type that I was you know every dot on the wall. So you go into a room and for me or from our standard, it's pretty good. You check the electrical, you check if there are any cracks, you check this, you check that, check, you use the infrared to check if the air condition works, whatever. But that's that's not the case. They need seriously and, and they will not accept the report unless you're mentioning everything because it's a brand new and he's expecting he's getting it from the developer. He needed to be like 100%, not 99.9. <laughs> So, so we talk with them first, and depending on how meticulous they are, we price it because by experience, we used to give it like a, 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 a one, you know, brush for everybody. And if it's three bedroom, we charge this, if four bedroom, we charge that. And it, it hovers to answer your question around the 30 cents, let's say 35 cents US uh, per, per square footage or whatever, around that figure. Um, but uh, but as I said, by experience, some villas, three bedroom, we go and spend five hours, ah. literally five hours, and some villas we spend the typical two to three hours. Mm. So so that's why in the in the ones that needs a lot of details, these are the ones that we charge a little bit more. And, so, and what, what about ancillary inspections? What kind of extra stuff do you do uh, over in? Uh, your area, like Dubai. Do you? Do, I heard infrared, but is there? Uh, are there pools? Are, yeah, are there... yeah. There are pools, of course, but but uh, we don't have it as ancillary. So we we include pools in our, and that's part yeah. of how we price it. So if it's a villa, is it with a pool or not? But pool is is automatically included. Yeah. Infrared is automatically included because it helps us in our inspection as well. So we use it, and I got. Again, from uh, from you, we use infrared in all our inspection. Remember what you were writing on your website? Yeah. Look at my website; it says the same thing. So I <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we learned from you, Ben. But but yeah. that's what we do. It we use it as a competitive edge. Yep. Uh, although all the companies do it. Um, do, do you have radon or mold problems or um, mold problem? We have. We again uh, uh, inspect mold like anything else, but from uh, testing and taking a swab or whatever. So we partner with a local uh, lab 
And what we do if they need a thorough mold or if we suspect mold and we can, we can be 100% sure that this is a mold uh, and we tell them uh, it's part of our inspection as well. Sometimes they need more thorough and lab tests or whatever because they, they, they are not sure or they want to prove it with a, with a lab test. So we partner with a lab test where we take swabs and send it to them, they do the test. And in that case, we charge them basically the, the what what the lab is charging us, which is not nothing uh, nothing big. I think for uh, for each test they charge like a hundred dollar or whatever. Yeah. So now, that's now for mold, like you know, the environment over there in Dubai and UAE yeah. is dry, arid, right? It's uh, I'm surprised not, about not dry. Mold. It's not. Oh, Dubai oh, is no. humidity is like hundred percent in the summer, believe it or not. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, of course, but no, no, it's so humid. Here in the summer, the temperature can go up to 55 degrees. And that's another challenge that I wanted to talk about as well. Yeah. Uh, when we're ex inspecting, you know, property, especially the exterior part, uh, we have to be out. And I'm not kidding when I say 55 degrees. I mean, you can you can fry an egg on a, on a, on the hood of a, of a car. Uh, you know, it's so hot. And so humid as well. With you wearing this, these glasses, literally, if you leave your car and you're moving ten meters to your office, you won't see anything. It will fog. <laughs> it's that. It's that bad. So there's a lot of humidity, and yeah. therefore there's a lot of mold issues. You see a lot of mold yeah. issues, especially when it comes to uh, resale, which, as I told you, not a lot in the portfolio of the business that we have. It's mainly brand new, so you don't have mold yet. Yep. But they will get mold, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Bear in mind, um, it does not rain in, in Dubai. You know, year round, you get the rain season is, is literally probably a week or two during the winter time. Hmm. And and it rains nothing compared to what we're used to. There's nothing like thunderstorms and a heavy rain or whatever. I mean, you get one or two days heavy. They call it heavy. And the streets, of course, get, you know, because they are not prepared for it. Yeah. So the other part that uh, that probably different than what anybody is used to is when we go and inspect the villas, we soak the roof because there's no rain. So you cannot know whether the roof is properly uh, waterproofed or not. Right. So right. part of our prerequisites is that we send somebody a day before the inspection. They go up to the roof. Most of the roofs are flat roofs, by the way. <laughs> And most of them would have uh, uh, like a like a pit hose, basically. Yeah. And they soak it. They soak really? it. You know, when you're testing a water test for a swimming pool, for instance, after you do the installation, we do that for the roof because we wow. oh we 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 completely soak it with at least five centimeters, uh, you know, thickness of, of water. We yeah. leave it in the next day, and then we go do the inspection, and then we see what what happens. Most of the time, it's uh, you block the drainage? You block the drainage, yeah. The, the, their drainage, they don't have our, like the typical downspouts like we have outside the building. Yeah. It's, uh, it's usually like downspouts, but inside the walls. And, and you know, we'll go, okay, you know, there's no wow. gutter, no downspouts, so it's different. So you block it, you soak it, you leave it for a day, and you go see what, uh, what happens. That's One amazing. villa, I remember we did this, it was you cannot imagine. I don't think I think the contractor forgot to put any waterproof. 
So it was it was dripping water, which is good, by the way, and it gets very much appreciated by the homeowners because, as I said, these are brand new villas from the developer, and and the developer, you know, still did not hand it over to the to the client yet. So they they redo they in that case they redid the roof completely. Yeah, and it was a big deal, but they delayed the uh, the I think the handover for at least two months or whatever because it's a lot of work. They had to take all the tiles out or whatever. But it was, uh, if you, you'll be laughing, it was dripping water like it's raining inside the, inside the building. When I did home inspections in um, Europe, I, I was in Greece uh, a couple of years ago. Everything, there's nothing built out of wood. Everything's yeah, concrete, yeah, reinforced all, concrete. It's all reinforced. What's it like there in Dubai? All reinforced concrete. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Like the walls will be like a concrete block walls, and of course the the structural element, all the columns and the beams or whatever. It's a typical concrete structure, flat roof. Uh, even if they have like a, you know a typical uh, inclined roof, they will have it from from a aesthetic standpoint, like just you know sure. it's, it's not the actual roof. So it's a flat with all the insulation, and this they they, they do it just for the for the look of it, but. Uh, Yep. No attic, no uh, no crawl space here. Uh, there yeah. are basements, of course. A lot of villas have uh, basements. Um, you ever, did you ever inspect that really tall building? There's a it's Dubai's amazing architecture. There's a there's a huge, very tall building. What's it called? It's like uh, Burj Khalifa. Yeah. Ever go in there? Are, are there? There's there's dwelling I've units. Been there, but not to inspect. So. <laughs> I need the I need the entire uh, Interachi member to come and help me out. Right, <laughs> it's pretty uh, amazing. I looked it up. Uh, it's literally it's what is it? Eight hundred and thirty meters, which is uh, a half a mile in in my language. A yeah. half a mile in the sky. That's amazing. That's as we speak, it it is classified as the large, uh, the tallest in in the world. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's crazy, but um, but we get. Uh, here as well, some businesses for doing what they call a condition audit report, which is an inspection, but in a different terms for buildings. Yeah. So we go into, we just had one, a 30 floor building where uh, it, the management uh, association, the homeowner association is changing. So the new one asks us or asked others, of course, to go and do a condition audit report for the building. We just been into one. And luckily, it was across the road from me here. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's not too far, um, and it was worn out. You cannot imagine what we found. There's nothing to the extent. I mean, just to we did the inspection at, at the end of it. I got stuck in the elevator for one and a half hours. So the elevator, oh. <laughs> although it's it's a it's a new building. When I say new, it's seven years old. It's not uh, it's not very old. Yeah, but uh, everything is worn out. <coughs> nothing, nothing really worked. Oh. Well, uh, I know you have some family in both areas in Toronto. You have your children, and you live in Dubai. How's um, how's we spoke about this earlier? How's life with COVID and business with COVID? Uh, How are you handling things? Yeah, no, Toronto is in uh, at the moment is in complete lockdown, and uh, my kids are depressed already, so they're <laughs> stuck at home. <clears throat> and uh, they both work, but they work from home. Uh, in Dubai, it's a uh, it's a party <laughs> party town. So, uh, as uh, <coughs> excuse me, as I mentioned, 
um, during wave one, they had a military lockdown. And luckily, I was in Toronto at that time. I escaped before they closed the border. But my friends and, you know, people that are living here, it was uh, you apply online to get a permission to go get groceries. Mm. Wow. Uh, now it's it's open like crazy. Yeah. <coughs> Bars. <coughs> Bars and restaurants are open. <coughs> restaurants are open. Recently, they closed all the bars, but uh, <clears throat> all the bars turned themselves into restaurants and they opened. So, yeah. And well, whether the beach is, is busy and everything is working, business as usual. Well, Ehab, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time out and telling us about life in Dubai, uh, in Canada, and doing home inspections. Um, that was really neat. I can't wait to, to go there myself. Uh, I think it's a beautiful place and visit. Maybe uh, we'll hook up and uh, go to a bar and then do an inspection. Yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> right after COVID, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Anybody else from the participants, by the way, you're all welcome. So make sure you reach out if you come uh, to this part of the world after COVID, of course. <laughs> yes. what's, what's, the, um, what's the website address of your, of your business? So we can- It's, uh, it's gtainspectors.com. gtainspectors.com. Yeah. Thank you, Ehab. I really appreciate it. Let me know what you think. If uh, you have any <clears throat> improvement recommendation. <laughs> I'll take a visit. I'll, I'll look at, and uh, I'll, I'll keep talking to you. I really appreciate it, friend. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Stay Thanks safe and healthy. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.